Hi, it's Mitch here with Joe Madden. It is Sunday, September 26, 2021, here with your NFL Pick Show. Uh, week three NFL Picks and Predictions. Joe and I have been up and down this uh, schedule this week. And, uh, you know, today's finally the day where uh, the games are played and uh, the lines are set. Uh, got some early bets in, but, of course, a lot of these lines have moved. Joe, you ready for NFL Sunday? I'm so excited. I woke up, like, so early today. NFL Sunday always almost feels like you're going on vacation. I don't know what it is. When I go on vacation, I can't sleep. When I wake up Sunday morning, it's bright and early, ready for these games to start. Well, you crushed it in college football yesterday once again. Joe has been on fire since joining the site, both um, on the uh, premium YouTube show as well as – as well as her premium picks on the site. She's been crushing it. So if you haven't checked those out, well, you have missed out because uh, I'll tell you what, the, the ladies have been have been killing it. It's, you know, someone, people have left, you know, comments and stuff. Oh, if you lose, to, say, like one time to Rod, if you lose to a girl or something, you know, it's like, you got to be kidding me. It's like the women on our side, I think, have been a lot better and more consistent than the men. And, um, you know, yeah, we like I always say, I don't care where the winners come from. You know, you guys can get me a caterpillar that chews a leaf that says that says Cubs on it. I'll take it. You know, it's like, um, but uh, Joe, we're glad to have you and glad that you've been handing out these winners to everybody. I think everyone is super grateful. Yeah, looking to have another big day. I'm excited for these games. We've got so many on the board, so much value out there. So going to be a fun one anything yesterday in college football surprised you before we switch to the nfl yeah uh super disappointed to go to bed and wake up to see the ducks didn't cover that spread last night but i did love seeing nc state wolfpack get that win straight up against clemson um i knew they would cover i wish i thought they were going to cover or get that money line win Four ranked teams went down yesterday, and several other teams, super popular teams, like the Michigan and Michigan states of the world, not covering the spread. So I'm going to guess the books had a monster day yesterday cleaning up on the public money. But, um, you know, it, it was a good day of college football. It wasn't a perfect day, that's for sure. I started fast. I finished slow. But, uh, well, we got NFL Sunday here as well. And we've got our first guest of today's show, got uh, Joe and Dion D'Amico, the f- first, the uh, hosts of Las Vegas, both of them. So it's Dion's first time on the show with us, and uh, she's she's not nervous at all. It's really, we, don't, we don't usually get about 1,000 people, but five 6,000 people that watch our show, something like that. Not It's not like, you know, the millions out there or anything, but so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut right to the chase. I'm going to ask her the important stuff here. So a few years ago, I was at your guys' Super Bowl party, and they had this um, chicken parmesan at this place that several years <laughs> later now, I'm still talking about it, okay? I'm, I'm, here I am talking about it. I'm taking the time on our football show to talk about this chicken parm. Do you think, like, these hole-in-the-wall places like that in Vegas, would you prefer those to the places, like the big-name places, or do you think that – you have to find the right blend of these places or, you know, cause everyone here is always trying to, you know, they always ask me about Vegas when, you know, you guys are the ones they should be asking, but it's like, what do you think? I mean, do you, do you like, I mean, on the strip, obviously they have the big name chefs, but off the strip, they have some great chefs. I mean, just all different ethnic backgrounds, all different types of, I mean, what, 
where do we even begin with this stuff? Because I, I love a good taco. Everyone knows that. Uh, we find to seem to find um, good food in both high class restaurants and the little dive bars, um, the little small rinky dink restaurants that like are tucked away in like shopping centers that like nobody even knows about. Um, we're kind of big foodie people, so um, yeah, we kind of get around to a lot of them. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of both places. You I know, would say. When I first moved here, mixed like thirty years ago, thirty years ago, there was like eight good places to eat. Now there's like eight hundred on the strip and off the ship, so we're really lucky. Yeah, I I see the people like going flocking to like In and Out Burger, and I say to myself, "You're a cab ride away from one of the more unbelievable, lesser known Chinatowns in." world i mean and it's because it's not just really chinese food there it's all sorts of, of asian food and you can get the kind of like super chef food there too with these all kind of you know up and coming young guys that are you know i went to a restaurant there they only served urchin that was all they had on the menu like 95 different ways and it, it was unbelievable you know and it's like you just don't find that anywhere else but in, in vegas yes i also I like I also like a good donut, and uh, Vegas has some good donuts. You can either get, like, the super fancy donut there, or you can just get the regular coffee dunker donut. You know, it's like... Regular Dunkin' donuts are the best. They do. They just have amazing places. I love... I, 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 I'm, what, the thing I miss most about Vegas is the food. Here in Maui, not quite as good, but... Uh, Joe, no, Joe Madden, uh, also a big fan of Vegas as well. So uh, we're excited to have you guys on the show. Thank you. Thank you. So, down to business here, uh, Joe. Uh, what, what are you thinking here? NFL Sunday, week three. Joe D'Amico or Joe Madden? He, Joe D'Amico. You know, Joe D'Amico. I'm never afraid to chime in. Uh, well, first, I got to tell you, yesterday, <laughs> I was very happy with yesterday. The one loss that I had on the whole premium card, Kansas State. So pissed off about that, but I won three big winners for everybody yesterday. But it's always the losses that stick in my crow more than – you know, more than the winners that you remember. So, but I'm going into today. There is one game on the board that really caught my mind. Um, I want to talk about the Packer game with San Francisco. It's the late game on the on the board. And normally I save the late game, Mitch and Joe, uh, for like a late bailout for the premium place for guys that haven't won enough money that day. But I really felt strongly about this game, and I wanted to save it for this show. Uh, the Packers are still slated to represent the NFC come this February. There's no doubt about that. Their embarrassing season opening loss to the Saints fueled their fire. They came back last week. They shredded the Lions. They got their offense back on track. I think their game was as sharp as we can expect it to be. But I do feel that this matchup here, Green Bay needs to put put out put away any doubts behind them, go forward with confidence, because they need to believe in themselves as much as their fans and even us handicappers believe in them. San Francisco guys, they have a slew of injuries, particularly into their running game. Currently, five running backs are listed as either questionable or out without a solid rushing attack to clutch on. And I, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. He's Italian. You know, anybody's last name that ends in a vowel, I got to root for. Otherwise, I get, like, ostracized from the Vatican or something. But I root for him. <laughs> but when he doesn't have when he doesn't have uh, a rushing attack to clutch on, he's not the same quarterback. We've seen this over the last few years. He just isn't as effective when his running game sputters. On the other hand, let me tell you who is a great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. He is an MVP quarterback. He shines in both tough situations and big games. This contest, guys, he shines like the sun. I pulled some ATS numbers. The 49ers, 2-6, their last eight games played at home. Even more just, just overwhelming. 
5-20-1 the last 26 games played as a home favorite. They don't get people paid, and I really do like the line of this. I'm taking the Packers here, folks. If you do too, you're going to take your bookmaker's money short and sweet just like me today, Mitch. Well, Aaron Rodgers cashed halftime for Joe and I. cashed 11268 on the Packers' second half last week um, right on our live show. Joe, uh, what, what do you think on this one, Joe Madden? She's having some internet issues here. Oh, are you talking to me now? Yes, I am. Sorry. I couldn't hear a word you said except internet issues, and then I knew it was me. Um, in this matchup, you know, this is a tough one for me. I do think the 49ers could take this game. I'm worried about um, the Packers and what we've seen so far. I know they had a great game in the last one. That first game, though, it's got something stuck in my gut. I'm going to wait um, till halftime to bet this one. I'm going to see then um, how I'm liking it because my gut's telling me to take the 49ers minus the points, but it will be a wait for me. Yeah, I think I think this is one of those ones where I've been roasted on the Packers against the 49ers so many times. I know last year the Packers took them, but man, have I done some really sad halftime shows uh, when these Packers-Niners <laughs> game. Some, some of my halftime shows are really easy. Some of them are really difficult, and Aaron Rodgers has made it very difficult on me a few times already. So uh, I'm kind of, uh, I'm I, I can make a case either way in this one. Dion, what do you have going on today? I know you, uh, Dion's just been killing it. I mean, absolutely killing it on the board. So, I have to tell you, I'm so pissed off because yeah, the other day we were working, her office is right next to mine. We were working on games together. And I just, because she's, well, she was, she's like nine and two in college football. Said, right By now. the way, honey, who do you like in college football? She's, you know what she told me? 21 years married. You know what she told me? If you want my game, go to Pick Dogs and go buy it. <laughs> It's uh I gotta say I'm I'm kinda mad I haven't been buying her picks <laughs> to be honest with you. I think I'd be doing a little I better. I love it. That's for sure. Well, I have um one one NFL game for today. Um so I'm gonna go ahead and start with yep. So I don't wanna hurt anybody's feelings up in Michigan, but to put it simply, Detroit just can't win. Granted, they've played over they've played two strong NFC opponents in San Francisco and Green Bay. But yet, new quarterback, same old story. Jared Goff can throw the ball, but has already thrown two interceptions. Their offensive line is a mess. And they have no running game to ease Goff's burden. This will be an issue here today. So, so far, Baltimore's defense has gone up against two very strong offenses in Las Vegas and Kansas City. This is a proud and talented stop unit that must make a statement here. The Ravens' D will make an example of the Lions' offense in this matchup. The Detroit defense has gotten crushed for over 76 points already, and now they must face one of the most explosive offenses in NFL. Baltimore is number one in rushing, number three in the total yards, and number four in scoring. The Ravens, they have covered the last three meetings in this series, outscoring the Lions 110, I'm sorry, excuse me, 110 to 39. I pulled some against the spread numbers. Baltimore is six and one, their last seven games played as a favorite, 11 and 5 in their last six games played on the road, and 8 and 2 their last 10 played overall. This is a team that gets betters paid. <clears throat> the line is currently seven and a half, so I'm taking the Ravens. Ravens love to beat up on lousy teams. It's like that is what they're known for. Joe Madden, what are you thinking of this one? Yeah, you know, Devon, you had me right away as as soon as you said Jared Goff. That is the determination <laughs> here. I am not 
There's no way backing the Lions and Jared Goff today. I'm with you 100%. Let's cash with the Ravens big time today. So, true story, last week and at halftime of, of the Monday night game, Joe and I are sitting here. The Packers are, are losing the game. They're laying six and a half in the second half. And all these people coming in the comments, because I'm saying this is the back up the truck moment. You know, this is, this is that thing. And people are like, oh, Aaron Rodgers lost it. The Lions are, you know, they can't stop them and all that stuff. Joe and I just look at each other and we're just like, it's Jared Goff and the Detroit freaking Lions. And it's like, come on. You got to be kidding yourself. And I think this is a lot of the same case. You know, the Ravens don't pass the ball really well, but they certainly can run like no one's business. They've, they've been, I think, the last two years, the number one rushing team in the NFL and dead last in passing. But it just seems that Lamar Jackson, it never looks pretty. It never looks like, you know, this great, you know, Tom Brady perfect drop back throw or whatever. But just when he does complete that pass, it always seems to be this money play. And having a guy like Brown, you know, to throw to just makes him even more dangerous. I'm, I'm with you. The Ravens, they kill the bad teams. They just do. She's going to make me, she's even going to make me buy her NFL games today. I'm getting pissed at her. I asked her, I asked her who she likes today. And she said, once again, go to pick dogs and buy it. Two big winners there today. Well, what do you got for sale today, Dion, for us? I see you well, got an NFL touchdown play. I do. After going 9-2 and two in college yesterday, I'm very oh, proud of that. Um, today, I have two big winners on the board today. I have my touchdown play, and I have my best bet play. And you can get both of them right here at Pick Dogs. And Joe, how about you? It's it's well, funny because it's like normally Joe is like the loud. He's like, all right, it's like Dion's there. He's like on his very best behavior. It's like I'm always on my best behavior when she's around. She better. She's definitely the better half of the D'Amico clan. I don't have a problem. And by the way, when you said earlier about you know people talking, I think you mentioned Rod losing to a girl with Joe Madden earlier on the season. Guys, sports fans out there. Make no mistake of it, woman of the smarter and the stronger sex. God did not trust us to carry or give birth. So there goes the argument for that. I have no problem. I'm in the foreground because I'm the louder, the more obnoxious by far. But she's definitely the better and the smarter of the handicapper. I have a couple of games on the board today. Um, you know, 11-2 overall, Mitch and Joe, on big games between college and pro football this season. I have nothing but big games. I only have two games on the board. I have my NFL high roller which are already 2-0 and this season, and my first NFL bookie buster of the campaign. Last year, documented 12-2 and right here at Pick Dogs. Today, we go 2-0, and both winners right here, Pick Dogs. Either way, you can't go wrong with a D'Amico, but I'll tell you what, she's still the smarter one and the hotter handicapper. Pissing well, me off. Well, we appreciate having both you on, and hopefully next week you guys bring the dogs with you. We have the real whole D'Amico clan. Uh, what are the dogs' names you got? Uh, they're all like... Uh, yeah, we have um, we have Teaser, we have Dice, we have Pygao, and we have Kino. Nice, and I know all, I know uh, the the other ones all 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 resting uh, over the Rainbow Bridge, but uh, I think they've they've covered. Well, you got still got a lot of gambling terms to go. So we had jackpot, <laughs> jackpot, and parlay cross the Rainbow. Yeah, Bridge. actually, they're all sitting right around us right now, sleeping <laughs> out cold. <laughs> out cold it is hysterical and we're laughing that's why we were laughing during the show because Kino is right underneath us snoring right now but there are good <laughs> there are good lunch up there snor she's snoring so I thought I thought that you would be picking that up so you know 
I thought that you'd be picking up her snoring, so I lowered the uh, the mic a little bit. But it's a great day when you can spend your time with your wife and your dogs, and even dads down the hall. We're gonna all go to breakfast and enjoy some big Sunday winners in the NFL today. Well, Joe and I are both dog people, so we're all dog people here. Anyways, have a great day, guys. Thank you for joining us, and of course, we'll see you next week right here on Pick Dogs. You can get their picks at Pick Dogs. Like I said, you know, Dion Red Hot. We're happy to have her. Happy to have her. Good luck to everybody on the panel. Thank you very much. Everybody out there, good luck. Have a big wing day. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Good luck, you guys. Thank you. Of course, that was Joe and uh, Dion D'Amico, the uh, host and hostess of Las Vegas. Fun having there. Dion hasn't really been on a lot of of, um, shows before. She's kind of new to this. She's been capping forever. I've known them for a long time, I mean, obviously. And... um, I know that she's really good at picking games. <laughs> it's like I've known that yeah, for a long yeah. time. But, um, you know, she hasn't been you on You know what I would love, Mitch? What's that, Joe? I'm going to interrupt. You know what I would love? And I wanted to ask them. If they've ever been on opposite sides of a game and had to sit on that same couch together watching it. Oh, we'll have that to. That would be fun to see. We will have to, uh, we will have to ask them uh, next week when they're on. We could probably do yeah. a whole show on that. That's because, like you know what I know my friends that are on opposite teams to me like just because they're fans or whatever and I'm betting it I can't even sit in the same room with them so I couldn't imagine a husband and wife relationship where you're both on opposite it'd be it'd be a stressful game yeah I I you know I watch games you know I, I mean I watch games in sports books with you know over the years so I've watched games with people not on my side and that's why I don't watch games in sports. Oh, sports but. books are fine, but it's <laughs> but I that friends I don't know becomes friends off at game time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's I I struggle more with the fantasy people, you know, like it's like oh, I'm it's like ah, oh, you know, what I'm watching the game and you know I whatever bet on it and they're like. Oh, you know, I got this guy, and you know, oh, great, this guy scored a touchdown. Oh, but I'm playing. The, I got this defense starting in my other league, and this is in this league, and it's like, you know, how many leagues is this person? In? You know, it's just it's enough. But speaking about a lot of leagues, we're bringing Chris Ruffalo for our next segment, and uh, Chris, of course, the co-host of the drive-through show. Um, see him every. Uh, well, Monday through Friday. Chris, uh, what do you think? Of, what do you think of Joe and Dion there? Dion, a little bit nervous. Tried to get her out of her shell a little bit. I know she was like super prepared for her segment, and that's fine. Um, if you go back and look at my first video um, on YouTube, I've shown this to a bunch of people. Joe has seen it too, and uh, you know, not so not so pretty. You know, <laughs> not so. Not so easy as it looks and that's why you don't see a lot of people out here doing this stuff and uh you know chris i remember your first time on not exactly the most comfortable situation now it's like it's old hat right it's like you roll out of bed and do it but back then i remember having the puck dogs and they were kind of uh puck dogs who kind of had their tail between their legs on day one i just keep saying all she has to do is get one game right of her first nine and she'll already be one game better than i was so yeah, I think Chris started, like, um, I think Chris, actually, yeah, you're right. I think you lost, like, your first nine games you gave out on the show. Nine. And it, I went 0-4 the first day, and then I went 0-5 the second day before I finally got in the win column. 
it's it's uh-huh. it, it's odd that you find people that are like you know some people are just a natural like Joe Man natural right I mean it's just no problem and it's like you know I and at this point you know we can all roll out of bed and do these things but it is way easier said than than done that's for sure you know. But, um, oh, absolutely! I still get nervous every time right before we go on. That like two seconds where you're like, "Okay, we're going." I'm like, "Ah, oh, all the butterflies." I'm like, "Don't spill my coffee." But anyways, Chris, uh, you had a slew of plays yesterday. How many plays you got today for your uh, premium picks? Personally, I got a five pack of the uh, afternoon action as well as uh, my favorite play in that. Uh, Sunday night matchup, but I still picked out three games for the uh, for the free plays for the uh, the viewers today. So, like on how do you how do you decide like what qualifies as a premium play? Because I know some days, um, you know, some days you have a ton, some days you just have a few. I mean, what what is it like? What's the thing that puts it over the mark for you? Honestly, it's 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 one of those things we always said in our videos or in the last, it's the games that we have our money on. Some days it's just, I feel very good about certain games. Other days, well, there's, like you said, there's just only one or two that I really feel comfortable putting my money on. It's just, it's one of those days where it's just, it's, as it always is a, a day by day process. And it's one of those things where it's just, it, it, you, like I said, you just take what you take it one day at a time and every day is going to be different. Well, I know it's your, um, Shotgun Sunday five pack today. So uh, why don't you get us started with the free pick here? Absolutely. First one I'm going to look at. I'm looking at this uh, Chicago Bears Cleveland Browns matchup for for a lot of different reasons. You know, there's there's a lot of storylines going into this game. The return of Odell Beckham Jr. First real NFL start for Justin Fields. But uh, you know, the Bears a lot's being made about that uh, the the matchup in Week One where Andy Dalton kind of you know, dink and dunked his way uh, <laughs> through that game. And then but they forced four turnovers from Cincinnati, but still only put up 13 total points. And that was, that was including a pick six from Ro- Roquan Smith. Uh, you know, Justin Fields, is he ready for the big stage on his own? I'm not so sure, but he's going to bring a bit of a spark to this offense that Andy Dalton just doesn't bring. And, you know, the Browns, they struggled to put away the Texans and, we saw Kansas City expose this defense downfield in week one. We all talk about the pass rush with Miles Garrett, but uh, this is still a very, very vulnerable uh, Browns secondary with Denzel Ward back there. And you look at, at the Browns, they just don't put teams away very, you know, con- con- excuse me, they don't put teams away very convincingly. I mean, since the start of 2020, seven of the 12 wins have come by six points or less. I think this is a close game. I think the Bears keep this one within the number. Joe Madden? Yeah, I just don't see it. I'm sorry, Chris. I really think Justin Fields, what we saw out of him, looked like a true rookie. I was the biggest um, advocator for him to come out and start over Andy Dalton because I do not like Andy Dalton. He's uh, with Jared Goff with me. And I looked at him when he came out in that last game and Justin Fields just didn't look ready. Um, So that's the only reason. Well, there's a lot of reasons, but that's my main reason that I really think the bear, the bears won't cover the spread today with the points. I really like Cleveland to come out and put on a good performance. We saw them week one. They almost beat Kansas city. Um, I think, yes, they've got holes, but against this bears team with a real rookie quarterback, um, I think Cleveland takes it today. 
I agree with Joe. I think you are a foolish man. The Bears, you know, just are are one and five against the number in their last six as a road underdog. And I know the Browns have been hideous at home, but one thing we know about rookie quarterbacks and why they're not as good as experienced quarterbacks, unless there's a few exceptions to the rule that have happened over the years of guys that have come in as a rookie. The difference between the guys who come in as a rookie and are able to excel at the NFL level is guys like Dan Marino and Phil Rivers who have the lightning quick release, right? And Justin Fields does not have that. He has athletic ability, sure. He looks like a big guy playing against the second and third string does not look as big against NFL starters as we saw last week. Now, the thing is, is that NFL rookie quarterbacks generally hold on to the ball way too long. They also think they can outrun NFL defenders like they did in college. Doesn't happen because these defensive linemen are 300 pounds, but they run four five forties, And that is the issue here for a guy like Justin Fields. Going to be a bad day, learning experience. I'm with I'm with Joe Madden on this one, and uh, I'm going with the uh, I'm going I'm going on the opposite side here. That's okay. Foolish and lack of vision is tattooed on my forearm at this point. You so are a fool. Something. You're a foolish man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I said it. <laughs> I was gonna say Joe said it, not me, but actually I said it, didn't I? <laughs> no, that's okay. I, I'm at peace with it at this point, but. Uh, Maybe I'll be foolish for this one, too. We'll, we'll have to see. But uh, the next one I'm looking at, I, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals here, plus the points against the Steelers. I know the AFC North, known for being the black and blue division for hard-hitting physical football and, and, and that just being that way for 60 minutes over the course of a game. But you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, this is a team that's just black and blue as it is. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, Deontay Johnson, TJ Watt, all questionable for this game. And Johnson's probably the most likely to miss time if, if he ends up missing it. This is going to be big for this uh, Steelers offense that just has not looked dynamic through their first couple of games. And the defense, frankly, needs T.J. Watt. They only put up one one sack after the loss to the Raiders last week. And Joe Burrow, yes, he's been sacked a league-high 10 times this season. But I think that the, uh, the, the Bengals' pass rush has been serviceable this season one of the higher pass block rates in the league. And I, I think that with dynamic players like Joe Mixon, T Higgins there, I think the Bengals have a shot at winning this one outright. I'm taking the Bengals plus the points. Joe Madden, cross-examination. <laughs> <laughs> no cross-examination on this one, um, Chris. So with this game, it's a stay away from me. For me, I was looking at this line and it's just baiting me to take the Steelers. And I just don't want to touch it because it should be a straight up easy Steelers um, four point win at home. But something is telling me just to stay off this one and not touch it. So good luck with the Bengals. Um, I don't have enough faith to bet either of these teams today. Last year, the Bengals broke the seal against the Steelers, finally got that elusive win against them. The Steelers have looked absolutely horrible, um, you know, so far. This season, they they've played one good half of football. That was against Buffalo the second half, and they got a favorable call in that game that kind of put it there. Yeah, the line looks odd, and, you know, the Sharps are on, you know, the Bengals, 38% of the bet, 70-something percent of the money, right? It's like, the, at least in the sample that we have, which we don't know how accurate it is because we don't know where it comes from. But at the same time, uh, you know, the Steelers do have a lot of talent on this team, and, you know, 
if they're able to pound the football at the Bengals. This one could be, you know, one of those one-sided Steeler-Bengal games. I'm kind of with Joe here. I, I'd see other places where I'd rather be. It's I don't like the, you know, Mike Tomlin's like one of my favorite head coaches, but I really don't like the game plans that he's put together last week against the Raiders. I don't understand how you're in a t- I could see this in a game where you're behind or whatever, and even if you're well ahead, I could see it. Third and third and two, or, or second and, and third and two, you know, you have or you're a running football team. It's like just take the freaking first down. It's third and a short two, you know. It's like you don't need to throw it forty yards down the field to chase Claypool to make a you know a tight rope catch. And even worse is that he'll catch one. It's one of nine of those things, and they think, actually think that it's a good idea. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, especially. And that's what cost him that game. You know, Eric Ebron's not going to catch that pass. I got news for you. He's not going to catch it. You know, you can, I mean, basically he gets hit in the chest every single game. Why is this guy on the varsity? I, I don't even understand it. I know he probably, he runs fast. He looks like he could be a big player, but you know, I, I, I don't see it. I know big Ben is hurt. We all know that he's, this guy's been hurt for 12 years, you know, and he, he's always played hurt and whatever. And they have good, they have solid backups. I'm not a Mason Rudolph guy. But I think everybody else on that, uh, as far as the backups ha- that they have, can play. But uh, I'm just concerned about the game plan, actually. And especially when you spent your first-round draft choice to get a running back. It's like, when the hell don't you give him the football? Anyways, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on a hard pass on this one. I just don't... I, I don't I don't love that 32nd ranked running it's rushing attack for the Steelers. I, I don't understand it. Is their line that bad? Maybe it is. Chris, what else you got for us? All right, well, my last one. I think Joe's going to have an appreciation for this one. Uh, you know, it's not it's not possible that the Chiefs could lose two games in a row, right? It's just like it, it's one of those unwritten rules, but I I I don't believe it. You know, you look at the narrative with that game. Yes, they're four and one in their last. I want to say six games, but I'm not counting that Chad Henney game from from last year against the the the, the Chargers. But uh, the the excuse me, the Chiefs just haven't been blowing away the uh, the Chargers as of late. Especially Patrick Mahomes has only broken 300 yards once against the Chargers, and he needed overtime in that game to do it. I like L, I like LA's. Uh, Defensive front, they got one of the Bosa brothers. They've got Derwin James. This is this is a solid Chargers team, and can't forget about Justin Herbert. He's he's only been in the league just over a year, but he's still starting to make those passes that uh, you know some of the better quarterbacks in the league are making. And as long as the Chargers don't shoot themselves in the foot, you know I think this is a this is a potential spot where you could see the Chargers pull out the money line win here at plus two sixty. They may need overtime to do it, or they may need to to make us sweat a little bit over the course of the fourth quarter, but you can take the points if you want. I'm taking a shot with the, uh, the charges on the money line. This one, I think great value on that one. Joe. Yeah, I love it, Chris, but you said the truest statement ever, as long as the Chargers don't shoot themselves in the foot. We've seen the Chargers do this so many times in so many games. I'm with you. I don't see them doing this today. I think we're going to see a great performance out of both Mahomes and Justin Herbert. It's going to be a offensive shootout, I really believe, in this matchup today. KC has so many holes in their secondary, and the Chargers really want to win this divisional matchup. So give me the Chargers plus the points today in this one. I agree. I think that this one is does have the potential to be a shootout. Um, someone asked in the, in the comments, D- 
do the Chargers have an offense? Well, they're fifth ranked in the NFL in offense, and you know, averaging you know 416 yards a game, 323.5 through the air. But what the Chargers have failed to do, and we saw it in both of their first two games, is they've been settling for the field goal a lot. So that makes the money line a little bit of a reach for me um, in this game because they lose a lot of close games and. Usually you can see exactly where those points came from. And when you see a team that's fourth in, in passing, fifth in overall offense, um, 27th in scoring, well, that just tells you, you know, they they can they can get you to the mountain, but they have trouble getting over the top. Meanwhile, on, for the Chiefs, ninth-ranked offense in the NFL, third in scoring, averaging 34 points a game, while the Chargers are averaging just 18.5 points per game. So... You know, you just, you know, they're at home. It's Patrick Mahomes. So, money line, I think a little bit of a reach. But I do think it's a competitive divisional game. Chris, is that it for you? Yeah, that's all for me, too. Those are the three games I like for, uh, for some free Oh, we were expecting years. a total filibuster here because you are a ball <laughs> hog. We know that. <laughs> well, actually, I like I'd like, like to like, go down and <laughs> recap the I like the having last, 20, the, 20, 25 carries a game. I'd like to recap the first <laughs> two weeks of the season. <laughs> Play by play with you. <laughs> what do you got for sale, Chris? I see you got your shotgun Sunday NFL five pack. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned it earlier and mentioned it again. That shotgun Sunday five pack, my five favorite plays from uh from the afternoon action from the NFL. <clears throat> Excuse me, thirty four ninety five. Or I got uh, my Sunday night slam. If you want to just get it on Sunday night action, or like Joe said earlier, if you haven't made enough money today and you want to make a little bit more. Oh, get get on to that uh, that Sunday night play, or you know what? If you want everything, put out a, maybe another what ten bucks, and then you can have the three day pass. It'll cover you for today and for the first couple of days of the week. It'll get you the Monday night play and some baseball to start the week. Long term passes. Well, I'll tell you, we got hockey coming up soon. We got uh, NBA coming up. It's it's just getting started. So check out those long term passes over at Pick Dogs Premium. Someone in the comments says they're taking the Chargers just because of Joe's jersey. Whatever it takes. That's what I um, <laughs> Sounds I good. It. Sounds good to me. Rock. Is that the Ladanian Tomlinson? <laughs> my old school LT. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, Chris, thanks for joining us. Of course, you can see Chris Ruffalo Monday through Friday on the drive through and then the weekends here with us. So, uh, Chris, let's make it a winning day. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Best of uh, luck, Chris. That was Chris Ruffalo. Joe threw a couple cappers here, you know, kind of covering a good amount of games. You know, we don't, um, like some of the other shows that are out there, and you know, we don't care what everybody else is doing, and, you know, this show's living proof, and all of our other shows, and pretty much by general tone, um, is it, you know, it says that. But I think that, um, you know, what we do in our show that's a little different is that we don't, we don't, we try and cover as many games as possible, but we don't tell our cappers, like, you got to cover this game or somebody else is covering this game or whatever. So, you know, games are going to overlap. We're going to get varying opinions. And, of course, there's two ways to bet every game. When you see things at Pick Dogs, it's not um, – you're not seeing, you know, a group consensus. It's always the opinion of the person that's speaking or writing or, or doing the video or anything like that. And it's always that person's opinion, not an opinion of the site. So it should always be taken that way. Joe's frozen. We'll just draw some spinach on her teeth next time. Yeah, please do. <laughs> we'll please do. I-, I need a telestrator. <laughs> I need the telestrator. <laughs> I think that would be absolutely hilarious. See how much you can draw on my face before I unfreeze. So we got about 
550 people watching, so be sure to smash that like button. We appreciate everyone that tunes into our shows. We've got a lot more handicappers uh, left to come. We've got Ron Romanelli, James Clark, Rod Zawacki, Brian Bittler, Big Al McMorty, and Jovan Burtz all still to come on this show. So uh, next we have, let me see, who is next? Oh, I, know. I believe it's Ron. Ron Romanelli. All right, yeah. let, me, let me cue him up here on the uh, preview monitor. Ron Romanelli, uh, definitely one of the young guns in the game. We have a good variety, you know. It's like that's really what I, I wanted at Pick Dogs, you know, to make it different than any of the other things I've done. Just have this great variety, you know, of, of cappers and, and, you know, on the, on our sites and on our shows too. It's kind of like it's not that same, you know, old, tired, you know, Vegas uh, thing going on. It's not like, uh, you know. Some guy that looks like, you know, he's maybe smoked, you know, six too many packs of cigarettes or something. <laughs> you know, we have, you know, all races, all, you know, whatever, all people, all you know, sexes, everything all covered. And uh, so you get opinions coming from all different angles. And, you know, more better, more than that, you know, you get all different strategies and ways to ways to go on things. So Ron is here with us from Gainesville coming off of that. Ooh. Mullum really wanted to cover last night, didn't he? <laughs> it was, you betcha. It was one of those games where it's kind of like, we could kind of wear run out the clock here, or we could cover the spread. And, he, you know, for the Gator backers, he ruined my par, my parlay on the, on the site. I had uh, Tennessee, Nebraska on my parlay, and uh, he, he, uh, he got me there. And you know, it happens, yeah. you know. Yeah, I had the Gators, um, not as a premium play, but I had a personal play on it, and uh, – I knew, even though they, they weren't covering until the last minute, I was like, That's, this is Dan Mullen. We got it in the bag. Well, I know they're going to throw it in the end zone for the touchdown, but <clears throat> yeah, Malik Davis put it in, and we were safe. But almost a back door there. Tennessee got it down to first and goal, I believe. It seemed it seemed to me that the turf at um, at the Swamp was <clears throat> tackling to a lot of runners yesterday. I mean, yeah. was it me I or when I watched the too. game? I noticed guys just tripping over the, 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 the lines. It's like... It, it's an yeah. odd thing. I did notice that as well. I'm not sure what was going on there, but, you know. That's usually an equipment thing. Um, yeah. But, anyways, we've got NFL Sunday. It's week three. NFL, of course, one of the toughest sports out there to handicap. Uh, that's, you know, people, one of the, you know, the most popular sport in the U.S. to watch. But, really, I think that and the NBA, the two toughest to uh, to handicap. What do, what do you got for us here in the, uh, is one of your picks? Yeah, I do agree with you. NFL I would say is the toughest sport to handicap. Because well, the reason why it's so tough, this is, this is why the NFL is so tough in the NBA as well. A lot of dogs that don't win the game but cover the spread. And that, exactly. that to me, those are the hardest games. Like yesterday, the Nebraska win, you know, the Rutgers game. These are the games, right? I mean, South Florida against BYU. I mean, these are the games, right, where it's like the dog doesn't win the game, but they're within the points, you know. Yeah. And, those are just the, the games. Yeah, you see that plenty of times in the NFL, and a lot of the lines are set that way. You know, you see a lot of three, three and a half, and then seven, seven and a half point spreads. Um, and usually the, the, those dogs, not usually, but sometimes those dogs can catch the cover and not win the game outright, but fall in between that less than three or less than seven. But uh, as far as my first free plays, I'm going to go with the under in the Washington football team and the Buffalo Bills game. I know the total bounced up a bit since it opened up, but it opened up at a really low total, I believe, at 42. 
Um, you know, the Washington football team, their defense hasn't been too strong to start the season, but we know the big name players, you know, Chase Young, and uh, you know, this is a Ron Rivera coach team that I think is going to bounce back defensively. Uh, you know, they were able to stop Saquon Barkley and the running backs of the Giants last week. Daniel Jones was really the biggest issue for the running game as far as Washington stopping. And I do think that uh, a week of practice and an extra week, you know, they had 10 days of rest going into this one's going to help this defense prepare for this Buffalo Bills team. And you look at the Bills. I mean, even in their week one loss, they played fantastic defensively. They've held their first two opponents under 200 passing yards. They've held their two opponents to under 80 rushing yards. And I think that you're going to see the Washington football team really struggle to move the ball with Taylor Heineke. I do think, you know, he has done well. You know, he, he led the team to a win last week, but still not a, a complete believer in Taylor Heineke. And I think the Bills defense puts a ton of pressure on him today at home. I think the Bills do most of the scoring here, but I think it's less than that total. I'll take the under in the Washington Buffalo. I know Joe Madden definitely has an opinion on this one. We were, we've been going back and forth on this thing kind of all week. Joe, what are you thinking t- this morning now about this Washington? Joe really likes Washington. You know, disclaimer here. She, she, she's I really li- do. She really likes this team. But um, the fact that they have trouble scoring is, you know, part of the problem here for them. Yeah, absolutely. I love strong defenses. I definitely root for the defensive teams, and I do like Washington in this matchup um, to cover with these points. And I agree with you, Ron. This is going to be an under game. Um, What we're seeing out of Josh Allen, he's looking shaky in that quarterback position for the Buffalo Buffalo Bills. Um, I'm just, I'm not loving him. So when I look at this, I'm definitely looking under. What you're saying about Washington is true. Um, Heineke isn't the sharpest quarterback out there it's we don't have Fitzpatrick um I like Fitzpatrick in there so I'm I'm seeing it to like today um a good under game and a Washington cover on this one I, I could see, I could see the under game I'm not as convinced on the Washington cover because I'm I, I just don't know if they can score points and I think that I I think that Josh Allen is just a tough cowboy you know it's like that it's 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 just, uh, you know, he can avoid that pass rush, and then he has that, you know, that his digs, and this guy just roasts people. I mean, Allen could buy that extra minute, and this guy is a guy that can get that all. It just takes him an extra two seconds to get that separation, and you just see these long touchdowns like we saw last week. I don't know. This is a pass for me because I could see it both sides. You know, I could see it both ways. And, you know, we saw the Bills put up 35 points last week on the road. But Washington, I think, is going to struggle to score points here. No doubt. Yeah. So that's where I see the under angle coming in. What else you got for us? Yeah, for my second play, I want to look at this Giants-Falcons game. You know, as a Giants fan, it does pain me to take the Falcons here. But to me, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think you're going to see both offenses do well. But I'd like to have the points in my back pocket with Atlanta. You look at the Giants – the offensive line is still struggling, and that's been the case for the past you know, five-plus years for the Giants. Saquon Barkley um, has not gotten the running game going. Neither has Devontae Booker. Um, Daniel Jones is their leading rusher and by far. And uh, I just think without a good running game, it, you're not gonna, the Giants' offense is just not going to succeed. You know, Daniel Jones, he had uh, probably his, one of his best games as a Giant last week against the Washington football team. They still lost the game. I just I'm not a believer in this Giants team this year. I think they're a few years away. And you look at their schedule in the next week at New Orleans, then at Dallas, 
Then they have the Rams and Panthers with the Chiefs at the road on deck. This, to me, is going to be another losing season for the Giants. And the Falcons, you know, they, they put up 25 points against the tough Buccaneers defense. They actually led the yard game, total yards, 348 to 341 in that one. Um, and they were minus two in the turnover battle in that game. They were able to pass the ball pretty well. Matt Ryan had a, a decent game. You know, obviously some turnovers they have to watch out for. But I think the Falcons have more playmakers on offense, especially in that passing game. Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley are able to take games in their own hands. I think, you know, Kyle Pitts has been really quiet these first two games. I still think he's going to be one of, if not the best tight ends in the National Football League because he can slide in as a tight end, but also plays like a wide receiver with his speed as well. So I think the Falcons offense puts up a lot of points in this one. I'm not convinced with the Giants secondary either. It's it's struggled, especially last week, 320 passing yards to Taylor Heineke. I'm going to take the Falcons in the points. I think, uh, I think the Falcons are in the win here. Joe, what do you think? I know you're a Daniel Jones fan. I am. I really like Daniel Jones. I have a lot of faith in this quarterback for the Giants. Um, and that being said, I have faith in Matt Ryan. The Matt Ryan we saw last season. Um, what I'm seeing so far out of the Falcons, I'm not loving. But I'm not loving the Giants either. So this is one of these games that I'm staying away from. Ron, I could see it being a higher scoring game. Um, but again, you guys, this isn't a game that is made my card at all today. Um, I don't even know if I'll watch it, to be honest with you guys. Well, I'll, I'll watch it, but this is one that will be, uh, it's definitely not on the main TV. You know, it's like, I'm watching it not for this game because I'm with, I'm with you, Joe. I, I have yeah. way other places to, to, to make some money though. You know, at halftime, you know, who the hell knows, right? Well, I mean, this, this will be the highlight, you know, the highlight reel show. Well, it could be, you know, it could be, be show this, me the highlight. This could be our biggest halftime bet of the day. I mean, we don't, we don't really, you it know, definitely could be. it could be, you know, you have no, you know, you never know, but it's like this, you know, so I'll, I'll have an eye on it, but at the same time, I just see so many other places I, I would just rather be than, than on this game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough, you know, it's a tough watch, you know, I mean, you have, just two bad teams here and two teams that are inconsistent, but two teams that have some good players. It's not like they don't have any good players. You know, it's not like they're the Jags or something. Exactly. And this Falcons team should be playing well. I'm, but I can't back them right now um, with how they've looked so far. They've just struggled defensively for so long. You know, it just seemed that even when they were good, they struggled in those middle range passes. You know, people would hit them like that as eight yarders over the middle. And now it's like, well, I don't know. Matt Ryan's one of those guys that he, he makes too much money for them to ship him somewhere. And it's like, I don't think he's doing Atlanta any good staying there. Ron, you have another game or is that it for you today? That's it, actually. I just have the two free plays. Um, as far as the premium section, I have my uh, top three plays in my NFL Super Sunday trio. I'd say this week, week three, is probably my favorite of the week so far this season. I think there's plenty of value on the card today. Um, I do think that Vegas is going to find their ways to make money. So you got to watch out for those trap lines. I think I see a few of them that I probably stayed away from. And I, I would suggest to stay away from, um, but yeah, it should be a good day and check me out at pick dogs premium. Hope everybody makes some money today and uh, take down the books as much as you can. Absolutely, Ron. Always a pleasure having you. And, uh, of course, we'll see you next Saturday here for uh, College Football Week 5. Um, who do the Gators have next week? Uh, Kentucky. Should be a good game on the road. So that's They usually that's own tough. Kentucky, though, right? Don't they have, like, an amazing record against Kentucky? I mean, 
I would I would say it's it's a lot closer of a rivalry than most people think. In recent years, I mean, especially that game where Felipe Franks went down and Trask came in, the, the Kentucky was in control of that one. So uh, this is a game the Gators can't look past. All right, well, we'll be talking about it next week. And, of course, throughout the week, Joe and I will be doing our college football opening lines and opinion show tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Eastern right here on our Pick Dogs channel. All right, I'll Best be of luck, Good luck, everybody. I think Joe is still working on the college football fans. She's she's more of a pro football person. She's kind of like you know, it's. I think I think we we still kind of like you know, it's it's like a lot. It's a lot of information. <laughs> it's like it's absolutely it's is. a ton. But she's she's killing it though in her picks. Absolutely clobbering it. Anyways, thanks again, Ron. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Of course, you can see Ron's videos over at Sports Chat. Posting them, I. He's, he's done the NFL. They'll be up. Most of them are late games, so we're good on those. But uh, anyways, Joe, that was Ron Romanelli. We're about halfway through our show. A lot of information here and a lot of a lot of games. Any of these cappers change your mind on anything or anything that drove home one for you? Um, can you say that one more time? My internet broke up. And I said, any, like any of these cappers, um, you know, change your mind on any of these games or, you know, maybe make you like a game even more? Um, no, because I'm pretty strongly opinionated. And once I have my mind set on something, um, I don't go back on it because I've learned, I'm sorry. I've learned from my mistakes, um, getting off something because people, so many people have said, I really try before I cap my games to make sure no one is in my ear because otherwise it's a stay off for me. So nothing has changed my mind. Um, I'm wishing these guys luck in the games that they're betting that I'm staying off, especially the Steelers and the Bengals game and uh, the Giants one as well with the Falcons because those I'm scared to bet them. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think for me it's like, um, you know, I think if anything, reinforce some of these games that I really don't like. You know, it's like it's like I, I don't I don't see any reason to be on uh, that Giants Falcons game and the Steelers Bengals. It's like you know the fact that we're all over the place is makes it even uh, makes it even tougher. But um, next up we have James Clark, of course uh, James Mountaineers. They won the battle for me last night, but did not win the war. I had a money line bet on those guys, and uh, I have him. I have his name mislabeled here, so I'm just trying to fix it. I have there he is. Okay, I have him, his name with a different capper, which is makes it tough to get him all set. But James, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Mitch and Joe. How are y'all doing? We're doing great, Joe. I'm doing fantastic. It's NFL Sunday. Thanks Doesn't, for being here, James. Yeah. The only day that's, that's better is Saturday for me. That's true. <laughs> love Loving today's card, I am. So, so last card. night's game against um, Oklahoma, um, heartbreaker. I think the Mountaineers had that game won. I thought they thoroughly outplayed Oklahoma. They had, they had the Sooner fans booing their quarterback, their Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback off the field. They had him exactly where they wanted him. They exposed Spencer Rattler. Not that he hadn't been exposed, you know, for the last two years. But, um, I mean, the, to, to be right there and then to basically choke, right? I mean, they fumbled the football, right, and went backwards about yeah, 30 yards. Um, 
you know, a bad snap, you know, us uh, switching out quarterbacks every once in a while, you know, it come back to haunt us. Usually it helps us. You get put Green in there. You know, he's a lot mobile quarterback, a lot faster. You know, uh, Dodge, he throws the ball decent. He, you know, he's a better uh, accuracy quarterback. But, uh, you know, we switched one without the other, and then uh, the snapper, and they didn't just get it together, and just a bad snap cost us the game. It was a hell of a game, and I really thought the Mountaineers had him dead to rights there, Norman, and uh, really would have, you know, then we, we, would, we would have had to hear, like, in, uh, you know, in, in late November about how the Sooners passed the eye test and they still get into the playoff even though they lost that game at home, right, at night. Uh, anyways, yeah. we move on to NFL football here, and, uh, you know, you've been rocking it in the NFL so far this season. What do you got for us today? I'm actually going to start out with uh, uh, an underdog. And uh, I really don't understand why they're underdog. I know uh, they uh, had uh, played bad last weekend, but I'm going with the Saints here on the money line. I know uh, you got two good defenses going up against each other. You know, uh, but that's that's all uh, New England has is a a good defense. You know, they're starting uh, uh, the quarterback, uh, a rookie. You know, uh, these little uh, dink and dunk passes he does to try to get him all the way down the field. But, you know, I look for James Winston to uh, uh, bounce back here uh, this week. And uh, I look for, you know, the money line you're getting plus money, we only got to win by a field goal. And I can't believe the Saints are uh, uh, plus money here. And uh, I really like his pick. Joe? I can't go against Bilicek at home and um, how well he gets – his defense to am I breaking up you guys all I can see is me broken up no you're okay you're good I think I'm broken up no you're good you're good <laughs> okay I, I was just saying I, I have to go with Bilicek in this situation and how he can scheme against these younger quarterbacks I think he's going to have his defense having Jameis Winston's number today so give me the Patriots all day long to win this one I'm with Joe. I'm on the Patriots as well. I think that what we know from Belichick is that what he, the way that his defenses work is, and you know we hear this a million times, so this is how you have to look at his games, is he looks at the other team and he says, who's the one player that can beat me? What's the one thing that can beat me? I'm going to take this away and see if they can beat me some other way. So it's going to be Alvin Kamara, who's, who's obviously going to be taken out of the picture here for the Saints. Can Jameis Winston beat his secondary and beat his the rest of his defensive scheme. I don't think so. You know, I don't see it happening that way. You know, I'm obviously, you know, the, the betters are against me here because the line's moving in, in your direction here, James. So they're, they, they're with you on this one. It's moved um, down to two and a half. The last I saw, let me see where we're at now in this thing. So I, I, I could see that angle, but, I've seen Bill Belichick just do it so many times, and I just don't see. We're back to three, but with light juice at most places. I see some two and a half still out there, but I think that uh, I think that this is going to be a lower scoring game, and, and I can see it. The Saints' defense is way underrated. I mean, way underrated. They're a good unit, but um, I, I I don't see Jameis Winston beating Bill Belichick. I just don't see it happening. So De- definitely, definitely love the under in this game. Yeah, I definitely love the under. I'm with you money. on the under. What you, what do you have next? 
Uh, actually, I'm going to the uh, one of the games <laughs> at uh, the Cincinnati and the Pittsburgh game here. You know, uh, I know uh, uh, you know Ben. He's played hurt most of the season, or uh, most of his career, really. But uh, I, well, I think with Dante Johnson being out, I think gives uh, uh, Cincinnati an edge here. And uh, I like uh, Cincinnati here uh, on the money line too, uh, plus money to win this game. Just uh, you know, like I said, Dante Johnson is a you know you look he gets 10, 12, 14 targets a game. I know they have Juju Claypool, but you know when Big Ben's in trouble, uh, Johnson's who he looks to to get him out of trouble, a lot of trouble. You know I know they're probably gonna be handing uh, handing the ball off uh, to the new rookie stud. Uh, but I really like uh, uh, Cincinnati here to uh, pull out a victory against Pittsburgh today. Joe? Yeah, again, I'm, <laughs> I just can't get on board with this game. I really am terrified to bet it either way. I can see pros and cons for betting both of these teams. Um, the one thing that scares me about the Bengals is their offensive line and how much um, we're seeing Joe Burrows get taken down. So um, stay away from me. From me. Yeah, you know, Johnson last year had a lot of trouble with with drops, but Ben stuck has stuck with him, and it's like that's the difference between Ben Roethlisberger and a lot of the other quarterbacks. You see a lot of other quarterbacks they do the screaming and yelling. Even Peyton Manning and and you know was a big screamer and yeller, and and Tom Brady is this, is the same way at times. He gives he has more of the dead stare at this point in his career, but um, with Ben Roethlisberger, he really has hung with this guy. And he's like, you know, he's 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 talked him up, you know, and he's he's talked him off the off the off the off the edge, and I think it has, I think it's paying dividends for him. I think you're right in that respect. This is a tough game, you know, for me. I just see other places I'd rather be, and um, I'm guessing with it being a free pick, you probably have other places you would you like a little stronger than this one as well. Yeah, I do, but I I do really like uh, Cincinnati to come out and play strong and. You know, it's a good plus money if we uh, get the W here. Joe Burrow gets hit an awful lot, though. He does. He does. I wish hit. they would have improved his offensive line, you guys. I feel so sorry for this young quarterback. I know he's a stud quarterback, and I swear if uh, they get him some offensive line in front of him, you know, Cincinnati may go somewhere in a few years Absolutely. or so. Absolutely. Is that is that um, is that what you have for us or uh... no? Uh, I actually got uh, I actually got uh, two more games. All right, well, let's get got... let's get rolling then. <laughs> All right, I got uh, the Giants. Uh, I like the Giants today. You know, uh, Saquon Barkley here. Uh, you know, he ain't had a good uh, start to the season here, but you know, against this uh, Atlanta uh, defense, I look for him to break out today. I look for uh, Barkley to have a big game and the Giants to cover this uh, two and a half point spread here. Joe? Yeah, I could get behind it. Again, I can't be talked onto betting this one, though, but I can see your point, and um, I could see the Giants coming out and winning it. Joe's the, Joe, I think when she retires from being a Chargers fan, she'll be a Daniel Jones fan. She'll, she'll, she'll put, be able to use it, like, after we retire, she'll, she'll get to wear the Daniel Jones vintage jersey, and that way it will be excusable. Or Sam Darnold. Yeah, those are her people. It could be those. Then it will be excusable in her uh, wardrobe, her Sunday wardrobe here. <laughs> Absolutely, I love so many players in the NFL. Though I support all of the teams in one way or another. I have to say, Joe was so spot on with her Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, on Thursday, it was like I don't know. I I just I couldn't get there, but 
she was just spot on with it. But with yeah, this we're Falcons, we're definitely going to see a new quarterback out of him. This Falcons Giants thing, I I just don't I don't like Joe Judge as the coach of the Giants. I think that is my problem. I like Saquon Barkley. He's a way better player than I thought he was going to be at the NFL level. This guy's you know he's he's a home run hitter, and I, I like home run hitter players you know in the NFL. It's like if you can if you can break away in the NFL on a run, then you're a good player because everybody can absolutely fly. So it's like, I mean, a guy that can do it the way that he does and the, the cuts and the moves and everything. Penn State running backs traditionally are only able to do that at the college level. And he's really one of the few that have been able to do it at the pro level since like, you know, Franco Harris, you know, Lydell Mitchell days, which is a long time ago. But uh, what's your fourth play for the show? I, uh, I like the Raiders today to uh, cover the spread here against uh, the Dolphins here. I know uh, Tua being out, you know, Dolphins got a decent defense. You know, I like the Raiders here to keep it rolling again today and, you know, uh, uh, go 3-0. and for It's been a while since the Raiders have been 3-0. and They got the fans on their side. Uh, I look for them uh, to come and uh, play today and beat the Dolphins by more three and a half in the spread here. Joe, a lot of pressure on this three and a half. This thing went, um, you know, yeah. it opened four and a half. Then the news that two wasn't playing, it went to three and a half. And uh, there's pressure on that. I could see threes by game time in this thing, the way things are moving. What are you thinking? Absolutely. You know, James, this is one of those matchups where I completely want to be with you on this Raiders um, to cover this spread, especially because everyone keeps telling me this is a trap. That's all I keep hearing. I keep hearing, take the Miami Dolphins. This is a trap game. And I'm not buying it. I really do think the Raiders go three and oh, what we're seeing out of them, um, their pass rush on those quarterbacks, it's going to be too much for this Miami team. If Miami comes out and wins this straight up, I'm going to eat my words, but I don't see it happening today. I think uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders have a huge game, uh, especially with their, is is he a defensive end, Uh, Cosby? Crosby? Yes. 98. Yeah, he's going to have a phenomenal day. So I'm looking for a good one. I'm on the Dolphins here all day and twice on Sunday. Uh, I just think that, you know, somebody knows something. And I usually like to go with somebody in these situations. Totally odd line movement in this one. And there's every reason in the world the Raiders 3-0, and the Dolphins coming off a blowout loss at home, their quarterback out for at least three weeks. Um, you know, this would have been a giant game for him, you know, playing on the ninth Island. Um, probably a lot of people from Hawaii disappointed that probably traveling there for that game. But, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, when you see line movement like this, well, usually, like I said, somebody knows something and the fact that it's a Vegas game makes it even more, uh, makes it even more suspicious. I just think that, you know, with 75% of the bets, 77% of the money and the line dropping a point and a half, that to me, I don't pay all that much attention to this stuff, but you have to pay attention to this one. And I think what we have here is likely a close game that's settled by a field goal or less. And uh, I could see a missed extra point or something happening, and you know the Dolphins falling within the number here at the very least. The other thing you have to remember is that the pa- the uh, Patriots, the Raiders have relied almost solely on the pass. The Dolphins have two great cover corners. They have two guys that can cover man and. Um, you know, a little bit of pressure on, on Carr. He, we know what he does, right? He lobs it out there, and these guys are ball hawks. So I could see this one being a little tighter than people think, especially with Josh Jacobs out. 
Yeah, and then we have to look at the Raiders might be in a look-ahead situation. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but I do. Um, I'm huge in these situations. They have the Chargers on deck on Monday Night Football. So um, that is a huge reason that they might not come out and get a dominating win in this one. Yeah, I, I, know, think with Jake, I know with Jake, it's being out, you know, a lot of people probably lean towards the Dolphins. But, you know, Kenyon Drake, he showed over the past, you know, when he gets his chance to uh, – to shine and he's gonna get his chance today you know i look for him to run hard and uh and i don't uh and waller you know wallers are tough uh, for anybody in the nfl to cover and you know i just don't see him uh covering waller and drake both and i just like uh the raiders against the win today well i have my kenyan drake picture right here with rob Gronkowski sprawled out on the ground trying to tackle him against the patriots <laughs> and that unbelievable finish oh, uh, i love it but uh i have the day the day after the game, they sent it out to all Dolphin season ticket holders. This giant thing came. And it was like I opened it up. It's like Kenyon Drake heading into the end zone, Gronk out like this on the ground. It's beautiful. So, what do you have for sale today, James? I see you have a uh, seven pack money stack. Yeah, I got a seven pack money stack going on. You know, I love today's card, guys. You know, uh, seven of my. Uh, Best NFL plays, you know, I gave you a four here, you know, and uh, there's seven more that I really like today. I like, I love today's card. You know, I think it's one of the best cards. Uh, and, uh, well, we only got three weeks in the NFL, but I think the, for the last three weeks, this is the best card. So, you know, go jump on it, guys. And if we go seven and oh today, you know, upgrade three, seven, or 30 today, guys. You know, look at the uh, football packages or, uh, you know, a, or team me up with any of these guys today, you know. Uh, you get two for the price of one. You can't beat that. And we'll definitely put some money in your pockets, fellas. Well, thanks a lot, James. We appreciate you coming by. And we will see you next week here on our live show. Of course, you can get James's picks on at Pick Dogs. He's also a regular on the drive-thru, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on our Pick Dogs YouTube channel. We always like having James here. And got to say, man, I had West Virginia on the money line in that game as well as with the points. So it left a mark on me as well. So uh, I thought I, I was, I was, it was one of those ones I was like, I was counting it. <laughs> I was me counting too, it. I, 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 I really, I, I even said before the game, Rattler's got to be the most overrated player in, in, in the last five years in college football. Anyways. We move on. Joe, that was uh, James Clark. Still got four more people to come on, including Big Al McMorty, who's up next. Al has been killing it in the NFL, not just this year, but pretty much for the last 40-something years, um, which is pretty amazing to last in this industry. I see Twitter accounts that last 45 minutes uh, capping games. <laughs> and, you know, Then you see guys like True. Al. And, you know, I get emails all the time from people, you know, I want to be a capper on your site. I want to be this. And it's like, I wouldn't insult people like Al by having those other people on my site. It's like, if you can't show your face and who you are, well, then it's tough for me to um, explain to my audience, you know, why you're on your site. And it's like, Next up, show we have cartoon character ZB Bats on. <laughs> you know, it's like it's just show their Twitter logo, you know, that just yeah. happened to be there. But we've got Al with us today, and uh, Al, welcome. Oh, wait a minute, I got Brian's uh, up there instead of me, so I we'll have to fix that. So that's weird. 
Well, I just want to give a huge shout out um, to everyone watching right now. I appreciate it, you guys. We have just under 700 people watching at the moment. So thank you for joining us on your Sunday morning. We appreciate each and every one of you. And I have to say that having the people watching always makes me more excited. Like our halftime shows, you know, Joe and I will be here for the early halftimes, the afternoon halftimes, and of course Sunday night football for the big one. But, you know, always join us for halftimes. And, uh, of course, Al, he's talked to millions of people over the years uh you know handicapping games and uh you know week three of the nfl what what are we looking for al well uh i'll get into that in a little bit here i was just want to tell you guys a story from last week i was watching this gambling show on espn which i had never seen before maybe you guys have watched it called the daily wager but either of you guys ever watched that show before I've lasted about eight seconds watching it. One of the guys who's on the show, I actually know him. And he was with another site years ago. And I met him at a USA Today function. And um, he said to me at the time, I, uh, he said, what are you doing? I told him. And, it was, you know, I was a peon back then. Basically treated me as such. So it's like, you know, I see him on that show and it's just like, well, you can go work in some studio all you like, all, all you want. We're living the life over here, right? So what the hell? It's, well, you know, so I'm watching this show last week for the NFL, and in their discussion of the Raiders-Steelers game and the 49ers-Eagles game, all their handicappers kept bringing up this concept of this West Coast team traveling out to the East Coast. And, you know, this has been a pet peeve of mine going back to 2008. And what happened back then, I don't know if any of you guys, you know, remember, but back in 2008 – the West Coast teams were not winning on the East Coast. And they started out that year 0-14 straight up. You know, the, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the 49ers, uh, the Raiders, et cetera. And this was actually brought up by Terry Bradshaw and the gang on the NFL Today show. And he began talking about how the West Coast teams can't win on the East Coast. And, you know, you combine that 0-14 stat with this, you know, sleep cycle science or whatever. And this concept took hold. But the problem was that nobody actually cared to look at the data, except, of course, me. So, you know, I went back to 1980 and I researched how do West Coast teams do, you know, playing in the, you know, East Coast times and blah, blah, blah. And as I found out, West Coast teams actually did pretty well. Um, but for the last 13 years, this has just seeped into the consciousness of the gambling public. And you just hear this over and over and over again. And there's just no basis in fact. So it drives me absolutely crazy. And you know, the relevant statistic, when you look at the data, the West Coast teams on the East Coast, they're 344 and 294 ATS. So you can look at the Raiders, you know, Steelers game or the 49ers, Eagles game, and you can like the East Coast team, but it can't be because the West Coast team is traveling East. So I just, you know, it's been a pet peeve of mine and also my buddy Scott Sprites for the last 13 years. And we'll tell these talking heads who've got these large platforms about the stat. And what's also interesting is that they look at you and they say like, well, you know, we don't care. It sounds good. And so they keep <laughs> using it. And so, you know, anyway, it just, it just drives me absolutely crazy. And then a lot of people who listen to these shows, they don't know the statistics. They just hear it and they think it's real. So I'm going to try to do my best maybe over the next few years to just get this out there. So maybe we can get people to understand the West Coast teams actually do pretty well on the East Coast. Um, okay, off my soapbox. But so, so what happens in the scenario yesterday where you have like Boise State versus Utah State with the 12 p.m. Eastern time start? 
You know, it's like what happens in a game like that where you have two West Coast teams with an early start time. It doesn't, you know, doesn't even Well, make I mean, sense. The, the concept is based on the sleep cycle. Yeah, right? look, so, it, you, you know what, you know where I, we really saw that in college football this year was when Oregon played at Ohio State for a noon game. Uh, they looked mm-hmm. half asleep out there, right? Against the, they looked so tired running up and down the field against the Buckeyes. They were just <laughs> I had, exhausted. I had, Oregon in that, <laughs> I had Oregon in that game. I, I wish I could go back to that weekend. Yeah, me too. Year. I would love. I, I'd love to bet it again. I had Oregon yeah. as well. Money line. It's like uh... okay. So there's one game this week uh, that features a West Coast team traveling east. That's Arizona at Jacksonville. And I'm still going to take Jacksonville, okay? But it's not because Arizona's on the East Coast. I'm going to look at the Jacksonville side because Jacksonville's actually this is one of the two games this week where it's an 0 and 2 team versus a 2 and 0 team. You know, the the Denver game is the other game. So Arizona's at Jacksonville. And 0-2 uh, ATS uh, teams have actually done fairly well over the years in the NFL. They're 116-89 and 89 ATS. So that bodes well, I think, for the Jaguars here. And also undefeated road favorites in the NFL price from minus 6.5 to minus 13.5 points. They're a very soft 40 and 75 ATS going back to 1980. And then finally, you look at the Arizona side in their last two games or their first two games of the season. Uh, they've scored a lot of points. They've scored 38 and 34. But when you look at how road favorites do in non-division games off back-to-back games where they scored more than 30, they're 83 and 131 ATS. So I'm going to take Jacksonville plus the points. Joe, any faith in Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence? Um, A little bit. Uh, and that's why I'm looking at the over in this game. I think we're going to see a higher scoring game than most predict. So Jump on that over, you guys. I think uh, anytime you put Kyler Murray on the field, you're going to have an over game. Let's not see. always, of course. The stats will not line up <laughs> with that. But in my head, right away, I look at the over. It's week three of the Trevor Lawrence era in Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, I think unlike some of the other quarterbacks that we talked what about. What are you thinking, Mitch? I, I think that Lawrence, um, I think he, he doesn't hold on to the ball too long like some of the other guys. You know, so it gives Jacksonville a fighting chance. I just don't know if he has the supporting cast just to hold up against that pass rush, you know, of of the Cardinals that we saw absolutely bludgeon the Titans in week one. Uh, Chandler Jones with five sacks in one game. You just don't see that every day. J.J. Watt, he's been around the block a few times as well. I think that... uh, I just don't know if Jacksonville can withhold, and I think I could see Arizona playing on a short field. I think that might be the problem here. So, I don't know. I, I can't get behind. I, I'm not an Urban Meyer guy, so I usually can find an angle to, to go against them. I don't like the guys who rule with the iron fist. You know, it's like the fear factor. I think it works at Utah or Florida or Ohio State, you know, where you got uh, the keys to the asylum. But I'm not so sure it works at the NFL level. Well, unless you're Greg Popovich in the NBA anyway, but... Uh. Well, it's, I mean, but, you know, he has, he's accomplished a lot more, you know? And I think that, you know, for me, it's just, I haven't seen Urban Meyer's game plan in week one or week two look like he's been any, any, he looks like he's even been prepared to play. His team just, you know, you get run out by Houston in game one and then, you know, last week at home, not, not pretty either. So, I don't know. I, I think... I think they're going to need to force some turnovers to stay in to stay in this one. Well, you know, we shall see. I think I think the value is there with them as the home dog. 
Well, there's a reason they play the games, right? <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> it's not. It's, I think your NFL record over the years is a lot better than mine. That's for sure. Well, that's uh, it's, all opinions are valid. That's one thing I know. Um, you know, so let, let's look at another game. You know, the Minnesota Vikings are playing their home opener, and historically, teams that open the season with their home opener later, as the Vikings are today, they actually don't do very well. When you look at teams in their home opener at Game Three forward, they're 54 and 82 ATS, and I've already touched upon how teams do that are 0 and 2 ATS. So if you filter out those 0 and 2 ATS. Uh, teams from that 54 and 82 stat, then you get 37 and 65 ATS, which, you know, fits the Vikings here. And the worst subset of this 37 and 65 angle is when you look at home teams that are actually coming in off a straight up loss in uh, their previous game. Now that's eight and 34 ATS going back to 1985. So I don't like the Minnesota uh, side of this uh, at all. And then you take a look at the Seattle side. Seattle's coming off that upset loss at home last week as a six and a half point favorite. And road teams cover 60.9% going all the way back to 1980 if they're off an upset loss as a six and a half point or greater favorite, provided they're not off back-to-back losses. So I, I like Seattle here. You know, Dalvin Cook is uh, banged up. He's going to try to play. I'm not sure how effective he's going to be, but I'm going to take Seattle minus the points. Joe? Yeah, I'm I'm just getting behind Minnesota on this one. I think the Vikings are going to come out, especially being this home opener tonight. Um, but I think this will come down to last possession. And so for Minnesota to get this win, they have to not make mistakes. Kurt's Cousins cannot turn that ball over to Seattle and give Seattle the time of possession. And um, if they do, Seattle comes out and wins this one. It's all going to be up to Kirk Cousins and the offensive side to not make these mistakes and their defense to stop that run game. There are several, um, you know, there's several teams there that, you know, all, that fall into this category that opened with two road games. Denver, the, Dallas. San Francisco. Uh, those are the four. Yeah, there's four teams. Yeah. Year. So Dallas 1-1. Vikings 0-2, and, and the other two 2-0 two on the road to start the season, which is super impressive and gives them a big edge. Denver really, I, I don't know who they paid to get this schedule that they got. You open at, you know, Giants, Jacksonville, and uh, the Jets in your first three games. <laughs> so, so. Well, what, well, what, what about the, um, uh, which team is it that opened up with five, uh, is it the Colts that opened up with five straight uh, teams that had a winning record last year, which is crazy. Yeah. It's, they have, a, and they have, I the, believe so. Yeah. They have the Titans today. They, they, they got no favors from the schedule makers, but a lot of times, yeah, you know, that, schedules back end loaded and, you know, you know, you never know. Uh, yeah. The Titan, the, the, the Colts have a brutal schedule. I think most of the way through, but the, the, the first five games were just deadly, you know, no soft spots at all. Dolphins have had those kind of schedules in recent years as well. I think this is a tough game. I think I'm with you. I see all those angles. I could be talked either way, and this is one of those games that Joe and I have struggled back and forth on all week because we've seen the good and the bad from both these teams. That game against Cincinnati that um, the Vikings lost, they were in that thing all the way, and uh, they they had a chance at the end. They got it to overtime and, and lost. And then uh, last week against Arizona, they showed up, but you know they just weren't. They just didn't have enough. Now they get back home where. You know, last year they didn't play with any fans in the stands, so it's a little bit different year than than other years because this is now teams that haven't played in front of fans for several years, 
And uh, Minnesota, a tough, tough building. They blow that horn, and it's like it's, you can't even hear yourself think. But, um, you know, the home team has covered six of the last eight. The favorite six of the last eight, so that kind of cancels each other out. The Seahawks, five of the last seven. I don't know. It's, I, I'm going to have to I'll, – I'll just go with your pick. I'm good with you on this one. I don't I, – Joe and I have gone over this game probably four times this week, yeah. and I, we, we ha- I don't think we've landed on the same side of our pick on it once. So I, no, we most definitely haven't. I'm going to have to I, – I, I could see your angle there. The Seahawks, though, um, not a great road cover team, you know, traditionally under Clappy. We call Pete Carroll Clappy because it's yeah, the, the, obvious the, reasons. The, the key thing for me is they're coming off a big offset loss. That's the key yeah. thing. Oh, for sure. That's going to be um, – they're going to take it out on the Vikings most definitely today off that loss. Well, we, we will see. So those are my two plays for you guys. All right, what do you have for sale? I see you have a three-game NFL package, 10-4 and four in your last 14 NFL picks. Uh, I mean, I don't, think any, I, there, I don't think there's anyone out there that can question your historic NFL record. It's like, yeah. you know, it's... I've, I've won, I've, knock on wood, you know, every, every, the worm can always turn. I've won the last nine years in the uh, NFL, which also means I lost 10 years ago, so you never know what's going to happen uh, this year. But, you know... Fingers crossed. Uh, today we've got six NFL plays. I've got one play in baseball to round everything out. I've got among the six my uh, NFC Conference game of the month. I cashed my NFL game of the month last week on the Ravens against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So this play is just as strong as that play, and uh, we look for good things today. And if you want to join for a week or for a month, best deal of all is to join me up with one of the other Pick Dogs champion handicappers under the two for one handicapper special. Well, thanks for joining us, Al. We certainly appreciate you, you uh, taking the time to be with us this morning, and hopefully we'll see you again next week. I'll be back. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That was Big Al McMorty, pretty much a legend in, in this industry, really one of the stand-up guys. You see people come and go over the years um, in this industry, but you also see people that are kind of the pillars that have been around for a while. A lot of people think, I'm a dinosaur. Um, in this industry, Al's been a long, around a lot longer than me. So, uh, you know, definitely uh, love having him on the site and, uh, of course, on the show as well. You should check out his picks over at Pick Dogs. It was an interesting angle there on that Seahawks-Vikings game, which I have really struggled with. You know, it's, it's definitely one of those ones where, like, yeah. in the Circa, it was a throwout game, right? For us in the Westgate, throwout. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. it's a tough spot for us. But um, yeah, next we have uh, Joe Vaughn is up next. We'll coming from Boston, where the Pats host the Saints in the one and one Patriots. Of course, who missed the playoffs last season? It was an odd year for them. Just bringing up his uh, stuff. There we go. All right. Jovan, welcome to the show. Another big Saturday for you yesterday. You're on fire. Yeah, good morning, um, fellas and lady. Yeah, so, I mean, just another day at the office. You know, um, it was looking kind of, it was looking kind of rough early, you know, because I had BC and, um, you know, Texas Tech, they just, you know, wet the bed. But then BC came back and then the 330 games swept those out. You know, UTSA, big fourth quarter to come back on that one. And, um, you know, nighttime game, I gave a, gave one back. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. 
But um, yeah, trying to keep it going today. Well, one thing we know is that you know no one wins them all except for these guys on Twitter that you know we can't figure out who the hell they are because they won't let us know, and they just change their account whenever they lose. But um, <laughs> you know, to to go through you know runs like this in this time of year is is pretty amazing stuff because these are these are the ones that you know, are heavily bet. Every game out there is heavily bet. So the lines are generally very, very tight. And we're seeing a lot of tight, tight action games that are, you know, just we saw a few games yesterday that, you know, where the point spread was decided very late in the game, you know, whether or not they were going to cover. They weren't, certainly weren't all no doubters. But uh, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so I have two plays that um, I, know I particularly like that um, landed outside the premium area. Um, first one, one o'clock slate. Um, we're going to KC. I'm on the underdog um, charges. Now, last year, they cashed for me both games. You know, one was outright win, but um, Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing in that one. Um, but, this, but you know, last couple of years, they played they played the um, Chiefs. They played the Chiefs real tough, you know. In their last five, they're 3-1-1 against the spread against the Chiefs. Um, you know, in their last six games overall, they're five and one against the spread. And, you know, the Chiefs is just, I mean, the Chargers, I'm, I'm saying, is one of those teams where when they're catching points like this against a, um, a Chiefs team that is one and five in their last six as a home fave and two and 10 in the last 12 as a favorite, you got to take the points. And, you know, and, and when I look at um, the NFL, one of the, um, one of the tenets that I hold is that the you know once you get to seven and seven and over, you know seven or more points, you really gotta look at these underdogs, you know. So, you know, with that said, you know I'm on the Chargers in this one. Joe, what do you think of the Chargers? Oh, you know those Chargers. I don't know about them. Give me my bolts all day long in this one. They traditionally play KC really tight. Look for a really competitive game today, you guys. I see a high-scoring battle to the end, and Chargers covering, if not winning, this one. I will take the uh, Chargers as well. <laughs> the old San Diego flag. <laughs> the old school. What else do you have for us? Yeah, so my second one, four o'clock slate, prime time. Well, you know, four four twenty-five prime time slot is um I'm going towards um, I'm going to LA for the Rams and um Tampa Bay. I'm on the over in this one. Now with with both of these games, well both of the games that these teams have played, it's going over. It's been, you know, the defenses have shown little resistance. That first game that Tampa Bay played against Dallas, you know, I was on, I was actually on Tampa Bay in that one for for some strange reason, and you know, they just showed no resistance to them toward the Dallas team that I, you know, thought was kind of weak going into coming into the season. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, they've gone over in their last four games as a favorite, and LA, they eight and one to the over in their last nine as a dog, and four and zero oh to the over in their last four. And, you know, I think that one of these teams are going to get ahead either late in the fall, first half, going into halftime. Today we're talking all things gonna, Pokemon card you know, business related. Points. And in that scenario, you know, once you're chasing points in the second half of these NFL games, these games go over. So, you know, if it's, if it's a seven-point game, it's a 13-point game, a 10-point game, you know, 
the team that's chasing points, they're going to get in the end zone or they're going to get, you know, at least hit a field goal or, or something. And I think with this game, it, 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 <clears throat> one of the teams might, might, be, might be ahead, but then the leaders shrink, and then the other team will, you know, have to score a, a touchdown. These fourth quarters in these games, it's, it's been wild. You know, last, like, two or three years, it doesn't matter what game it is. If you, if you have a scenario when one team is, is up, then, you know, it, it just happens like that. The over's been cashing. So even in this big, um, you know, 55 and, 55 and a half um, total, I think it'll go over. Joe? I like it. I think this is going to be a great game. I'm leaning on the Rams to come out and get the win in this one with Matt Stafford. Um, one thing I can't believe, tell me if I'm wrong. I read this morning that this is Tom Brady's first time playing in um, L.A. Is that correct? In the stadium? Did he not play there last year? In that stadium, it's a new stadium. So last year was the first time for the stadium. But in Los Angeles, there hasn't really been teams through the no. bulk of his career. So yeah, it, it kind of, I guess it kind of makes sense. I, I, I didn't know that yeah. stat, but it, it definitely, um, right, it's certainly a possibility because throughout his career, yeah, Los Angeles really hasn't had a team. And I was shocked he didn't play there last year. Yeah, it's yeah. odd, right, that he wouldn't have played yeah. there, but. It to- yeah, it actually- so there's a first for Brady. Who would think after 22 years? I know with new stadium, but having yeah, a first. Yeah, because well, it's like cause the Rams were St. Louis and the Raiders were they were in L.A. They were Oakland, um. So yeah, and the Chargers as and well. The Chargers were, were San Diego. So yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, so L.A. hasn't had a team in, throughout his career because you're right. When he was his first Super Bowl was against St. Louis, right? So it was the St. Yeah. Louis Rams back then. Yeah, it's crazy. And to in the think. last three years, I guess thing. just because he was on the Patriots and then he was on, you know, now he's on the Bucks. Wow. But uh, so he's he's winless in, in Los Angeles uh, in his career is what we could say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course. Throw that stat everywhere. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will uh, tweet that one out and act smart. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, this is going to be a hell of a game. We could see it going. Either, I could see it going either way, but an over makes perfect sense to me too. I could see one of those. I could see a shootout, you know, coming down to the last possession um, with either team winning. And I could also see a scenario where it's a lower scoring game, like the Super Bowl when Tom Brady, you know, and, and the Patriots took on the Rams and, and Gronk caught that ball down by the goal line. Um, you know, that was. Uh, you know, the difference maker in that one in a hard-fought defensive game. But, of course, that was a Jared Goff Rams team, uh, not a Matthew <laughs> Stafford Rams team. So I, I think I think, uh, I think you're right. I think we're going to see some aggressive play calling on both sides. I don't think either of these coaches believe that, um, you know, they're not going to play the conservative not-to-lose approach, which I hate. You know, I hate that. Oh, let's play not-to-lose. You know, I, don't, I, I always play to win in everything I do. And so I, I love that strategy. But um, so – I see you have a show me the money Sunday five pack over at Pick Dogs today. What is it, what do you got in there? Five NFL games. Yeah, all, all NFL. Whenever there's football involved, I tend to you know push on the <laughs> push the MLB aside. You know, so yeah, I got five on going. I actually have a six game for that, but that's for um longer term clients. So yeah, yeah. If you no buy problem. one of Jovan's longer term packages, which are have been straight money. I see a lot of people grabbing his three day, you know, that they've got for the weekend and, you know, his weekly. 
I mean, that's the best deal. But even yesterday and, you know, what was it considered to be a tough college football day? If you bet a hundred bucks on each of his picks, you're up over 300 bucks. So you more than paid for your monthly package with him just yesterday. If you bet a hundred bucks a game, of course, if you've been betting on his games every day of the month, eh, you've only made 18 times your money. So <laughs> it's, it's a pretty solid return on investment with Jovan this month. But we appreciate you being here. And, of course, we appreciate you being part of Pick Dogs. We'll see you here next week on our show. And, of course, during the week, we'll see you on the drive through with Tony and Chris. We'll get Tony to pronounce your name correctly, too. We'll give him a hard time about it. Say, Tony, you've been saying my name wrong the whole time. Get it together. <laughs> Yeah, so I appreciate y'all, you know, inviting me on the show, you know? Well, we appreciate, we love having you. So we'll see you next week right here, and let's make it a winning day. Of course. Absolutely. Best of luck. That was that was Joe Von Berth. He has been the absolute hottest handicapper anywhere on the internet. He's only on PickDog. So uh, he's, um, you know, you're not going to see him around on any of the other sites. But, you know, real people, real faces, real picks, and real winners at pick dogs. And that's pretty much what we're all about. And you know, that's what we stand for. I know that we don't win them all. That's for sure. You know, and, but, uh, certainly, oh, yeah, for sure. But we win a lot. So that's what really matters. Yeah, most definitely do. Mitch, I want to remind everyone to enter our office pool. Um, you've got till kickoff. So hour and a half here left, get your picks in for that office pool for free cash. Do we have a link we could drop in the chat? Section yeah, I'll, I'll grab it and put it in there. Um, let me see. I can do it during the... Um, I'll, I'll do it now. Really, uh, even though I've been online for all of these years, um, really not that good at this stuff. But Well, I can go over and... I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it. I got it. I hope I got it. Let me see. Yeah, um, yeah, guys, make sure you enter. It's uh, free to enter and cash prize for the winner. You definitely want to get all your picks in there. And it's just straight up, no against the spread, straight up winners for Sunday and Monday night. Yeah, that – Or, well, Sunday day and Monday night. Sunday day, Monday night. Here it is. You guys, we have a couple more cappers left. We have Brian and Rod still to come on the show. Yep, our, re our regulars and, of course, guys that are uh, regulars on our – there it is. There's the link. Um, guys who are regulars Perfect. on our morning show and uh, guys who are on our premium uh, YouTube as well. But uh, let's bring Rod in. Rod, good morning. Thanks for uh, your patience in, in waiting to come on the show. These shows are getting longer and longer, but – I think that's a good thing, and uh, you know, obviously the crowd has waited for you. We got seven hundred people watching, um, so that's pretty strong. And you know, thousands have come and gone during the course of the broadcast, and uh, you know, it's just awesome to watch this thing grow. Rod was with me um, when we first. Uh, well, he's with me through COVID when we had like six people watching. So right. <laughs> <laughs> right now, there's all seven hundred watching right now. So. What have what have you got for us today here at uh, you know for today's NFL card? I got three plays for uh, three plays for us today. Why don't you so get us started? Duplicate what we did yesterday with our three plays. 
damn Kansas. See, you were right. Stay away from Kansas. It's the only one I got wrong on the freaking <laughs> Kansas game. So Rod is Rod, damn Kansas. but you're still up eight twenty eight hundred twenty eight units on the week. If you bet a hundred bucks a game, you're up uh, eight times over eight times your money betting with Rod this week. He has been on on a bit of a heater. Didn't didn't a little did, blip, little. Little bump in the road yesterday. Went three and four. Well, hey, it happens. You have those days. Yeah. So uh, at least it didn't lose. A, didn't go uh, one and six. So, uh, but definitely had to lose a day yesterday. But if you take my free plays, it was a six and five day overall for me. So uh, I won a little. But the thing so is, is that you know we're going to have losing so, days. It's the nature of the beast. The only people that don't are liars and uh, people that can change their accounts. But you know. It's way better to have a three and four day than than a two and five day or a one and six day or you know oh, oh I don't even want to say it. Anyways, <laughs> what do we got today for? Uh, what do you got so, today for a free pick? Let's go. We're gonna go with uh, the Bengals and the Steelers game. I like that to go under the total. I think scoring comes at a at a premium in that one. Um, you look Burrow his last game off of three interceptions. I, I don't think they're gonna plan for him to be. Uh, chucking the ball deep and uh, airing it out in this one. I think they're going to get uh, simplified, go down, run the ball a lot more. Um, so it takes that pressure off him getting smoked with that, that line. I think they're going to try to run the ball. And then the Steelers, we know the Steelers have some injuries as well. So uh, I think they slow this game down as well. I love the under. The under is 8-2 and two, their last 10 meetings between these two. So uh, give me the under. I think we got a lower scoring game in this one. These are uh, divisional games, and that's these teams know each other extremely well. Joe? Yeah, looking at the line movement on this, um, Rod, I'm with you. This is one of the totals I hadn't looked at. It opened at 47, down to 43, 43 and a half on some books. So um, I'm loving this under with you. Definitely we'll see more of a run game out of these two teams. Heavy defensively. Heavy defense, yeah. It's weird when you yeah. see what when you see it drop a, a total drop like that, and you know weather really not involved in in it at mm-hmm. all. So definitely, someone knows something. Maybe that maybe it's Rod. Yeah, I think so. Love you there. What do we have next? My next next play. Uh-huh, I think you guys are gonna be opposite of this one from uh, watching everybody so far. So uh, I'm gonna take the over in the Washington and uh, Buffalo game. Uh, you look at this and everybody's everybody's humping up on this under going, oh, it's going to be low scoring. Washington can't score at all. They only need Washington to score nine or like about seven to ten points. Uh, you know, the Bills scored, what, 35 last week? <laughs> Why couldn't they do it again? This, this Washington defense, we've seen it. It's not as good as what uh, people are making it out to be at the start of the season. Uh, look at the rankings and the numbers they've been giving up. It, it's it's they're not been good. You look at the Washington football team, eight and one their last nine games after allowing more than 150 yards rushing in the previous game. Um, Bills last four games after allowing less than 250 yards, four and over to the under or, or four and over to the over. Bills 12, four and one to the over their last 17 off of a straight up win. I, I think this Washington team can uh, score some points. Buffalo can do the bulk of the work. We're going to get this over the total. I'm not staying with an under on that one. Give me the over. Joe, I know uh, I'm I'm on the yeah. I'm on the under, but how about you? 
Yeah, you know what? I think um, Chase Young is going to give Josh Allen a really hard day. Um, I think we're going to see a big step up for Washington's defense. So I will be still riding that under. This line is interesting, though. It opened at 41 and a half, now up to 45, 45 and a half on some books. So um, we're seeing that movement for people taking this game over. I think, you know, when you, when you, when you have a good defense, like a really, really good defense and a defensive coach and really good defensive players and you get kind of undressed on Thursday night by the New York Giants and Daniel Jones at home. I think you kind of take it personally and I'm going to guess that Washington is going to take it personally. And I know the bills can pop out long runs. We saw it last week against a pretty decent Dolphins defense, but I don't know. I think this one's going to stay under, I think, you know, I don't, I think Washington's offense is too inept to put, a lot of points on the board. And I think that their defense is too proud to get roasted again. And we saw the buff. It's not like, it's not like, you know, that 35 that we saw Buffalo put up last week. It's not like they did it two weeks in a row. They put up 10 against the Steelers and could not get out of the box, you know, after that. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to stay with my under here. Um, Probably not rushing to the window. I got a bunch of other games. I like better, but Washington football team, ah, the Eskimos, who the hell knows what they're doing (laughs) over there. (laughs) <laughs> go bills <laughs> what else do we so have another one for me i'm we're gonna go uh the patriots and the saints and we're gonna take the under in that one as well um i think we got a low scoring both defenses solid uh, on the saints and and the and the patriots you look saints five and zero to the under their last five games they're also 4-0 to the under after allowing 350 yards in the previous game. And we know they got their butt whooped by the Panthers last game. But the Saints, just like you said, they're a proud bunch. And their defense is uh, solid. I think they step up and have a really good game here. Patriots defense, we know, is good as well. Patriots 6-0 to the under following a straight-up win. The Patriots are also 9-1 to the under in their last 10 games. Love the under in this game. Low-scoring defensive battle. <clears throat> Give me the under. Joe, Jameis Winston, 32nd in the league in passing. Um, there's 32 teams, right? Well, it's the Saints are 32nd. Yeah. Um, 115.5 yards per game. We talked earlier about about this game, you know, on the side. Uh, Bill Belichick, you know, obviously going to go after Kamara in this one. Take him away and see if Jameis yeah. Winston in that 115 yards is good enough to put some points on the board. What do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely liking Rod's angle of the under on this one. When we look at this again, this line has dropped significantly down to 43 um, on a couple of books. So that under should be a solid play. It will just all depend on if Bilicek is schemed perfectly and uh, Jameis Winston can't find those other targets today. Yeah, I, I, I like the under in this one as well. I think that what we've seen from Mac Jones is check down city. So it's like, uh, you know, it is a methodical drive down the field when they even get points. And it's like a lot of these drives sputter out and become field goal drives. And then, you know, on the other side, I think, you know, we saw a Saints team, you know, struggle against the Panthers who might be a little bit better defensively than what we thought, but 115 yards per game, that's, that's not going to get it done. And, you know, the Saints offense, you know, even though it's 115.5 yards per game passing, only 109.5 yards rushing. I mean, we're talking 225 yards per game for the Saints team. 
not not the way you want to open the post Drew Brees era. No. What else you got for not us? Those are, those are the three I've got for you guys. Well, that was was that three or two? Bengals three. Oh, Bengals Bills Bengals this one. Okay. Under Saints and Patriots under and Bills and Washington over. A little two team parlay. Take the Bengals and Steelers under. Take the Saints and Patriots under. So you have what do you have? What do you have for sale today? Pick dogs. I see you have the the fifty star NFL big ticket. Fifty stars. That's that's like a U.S. flag. You bet. It's like this is my 50 stars. I love these five plays. Uh, big bounce bat. Like I said, we hit a bump in the road yesterday going three and four. I'm still on a nice, incredible run, hitting over 60% winners. And I'm super excited for these five best bets in Sunday's NFL action. I got my 10 uh, star AFC game of the week, 10 star NFC game of the month, and uh, three more 10 star best bets. They're nice, easy gridiron winners. Jump aboard. Can't miss out. NFL Sunday, big ticket. Well, thanks, Rod, for joining us. We'll see you in just a few minutes for our premium show with uh, Brian, Joe, and myself. And, of course, uh, we see you every single day here on Pick Dogs. And, uh, oh. and that's definitely something you don't want to miss out on. So jump aboard, follow the link below, <laughs> join the VIP YouTube premium show. Yeah, we're can't gonna, miss out on that. We're gonna, after the show, it's going to be a quick premium and then right into the vip this way we'll be able to do the early games i got a couple complaints about yesterday well one complaint out of thousands of people so um it's always one anyways joe well definitely gone through a uh big crowd of people here today this is our longest biggest show we've ever done together um i don't know it's still a bunch of games we didn't cover and uh maybe brian will have one of those with us. Of course, we saved Brian for last. I'm not sure why. I think he just likes to go last because this way no one can refute his testimony. Um, and he gets to take pot <laughs> shots at everybody else. Something that he likes to do. But he did have Vandy yesterday, so it might be a little bit quiet in that respect. We'll see. Let me see what we got here. All right, we got them all queued up. And Brian, welcome to the show. You are yeah, clean up yeah, batter. I like going last. Yeah, I like going last. I like to throw people under the bus. So this is the best time slot for that, for sure. This is the bus slot. I'll, <laughs> I'll use my bus emoji here to uh, signify that. There we go. But uh, so, what have you what have you got going on today um, as far <clears throat> as uh, NFL picks for our show? Yeah, yesterday, 2-0 with the college picks for free, and then I'm going to see if what I can do with these NFL. This first game we've discussed, uh, or you guys have discussed pretty much today, um, but I'm still going to give it to you. I like the New England Patriots here, minus the points. I don't think we can read too much into that Saints huge blowout win in week one. I think the stars aligned uh, for Jameis Winston, who is a turnover machine. I think that Bill Belichick is going to uh, have a defense ready. Uh, for him. I think uh, Mac Jones is a great game manager uh, so far in his young career. Uh, look for a very low scoring game today. Uh, I think New England pulls away late. Patriots 18-7-1 against the spread last 26 games, following a straight up win of 14 or more points. I'd lay the two and a half, three points with no juice with the New England Patriots. Joe, he's gone over this one i like it yeah i haven't changed my mind in the last 10 minutes i'm definitely loving it brian i'm with you too i you know brian and i most people think we don't agree on much but actually we usually do agree and that's why when we don't agree it's normally pretty heated 
Um, but in this one, I, I have to agree with them. I just, I don't see it. You know, I'm not. You don't see, see many gay managers that are rookies right off the bat, like Mac Jones. But so far, he's controlled turnovers, which will lead to victories. Well, Bill Belichick um, generally puts his his quarterbacks in a position where you know to show their very best, and I think he's done that. You know, he's doing that so far with Mac Jones. Even the game they lost to Miami, they were in position to win. They were on the ten yard line and they fumbled. But uh, what else do we have? In my game number two, and it was one that was supposed to be a premium pick for me today, but I was half asleep when I sent Joe my plays today. So, uh, and I'm sure we'll argue about this one. My best free pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars here, plus the points. I think we see the tale of two teams uh, have performed opposite of one another. You got the Arizona Cardinals, who could not have looked better uh, than what they have shown through the first two weeks. And, uh, they have the Rams on deck next. So for me, it's a prime look-ahead game for the Arizona Cardinals. Jaguars will get better, I think, as the season progresses. I think, Max, this is a seven-point road win for Arizona, who are just 4-10 against the spread last 14 as a favorite. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars plus the points here, plus the public. Making love to Arizona here in a big-time way. So I like the, I like the Jaguars. But even though the, even though we're seeing um, – even though we're seeing – an inverse uh, reaction here. Like what you said, 9% more of the money than the bets on the Jaguars here, 17 and 26. The line is still going up. Is it past seven and a half? Cause that's it's at what eight. It's, it's at eight uh, and there's a nine out there. I still like the Jags today. I, it should have been a premium, but I made a mistake. And so I'm giving that for free. Joe, you have buying into urban Meyer here. <laughs> she looks frozen. Nope. Unfrozen. Um, yeah, so I'm totally frozen. It's been breaking up so bad on me, you guys. No, we I got you. Hear a word Brian said. Well, you you didn't miss much. He took the Jags. Yeah, I knew you. I knew shamelessly. You. He shamelessly <laughs> took the Jags. <laughs> mm-hmm. Against the Cardinals. Okay. You know this. This is one where I really don't want to take a side I think um with what we've seen out of the Jags offensive line it scares me to get behind the Jags on this um I think Kyler Murray is a better quarterback and the Cardinals should come out but I don't know I'm I'm looking at the over in this game I'm not going to touch the side I think in this one either go Cardinals alternate line and lay you know almost two touchdowns here or you take the Jags money line I don't see this one being a close Arizona win that's probably not going to happen yeah so i think their first two games have been close haven't wait arizona they beat the titans by about 650 points in their only road game this season that chandler jones had five sacks against Tannehill in one game they also have jj watt on the same team but that's you know against a rookie quarterback but that's you know that's a different story for a different day brian what do you got for sale today I got my super sharp five pack, my five sharpest plays in the NFL, including my NFL game of the month, my biggest play in the NFL this this month. You can get guaranteed, it right? Guaranteed. guaranteed, guaranteed. Get it at pickdogs.com. Off a two and three day, I started out a loser and finished a winner. Won my last couple games, so hopefully we carry some momentum into Sunday, which has been better to me than college football this year. So, oh, Brian. It's not about, you know, one week or one game. Brian consistently winning over the years. So that's really how you win in sports betting. Yeah, we all have winning days and winning weeks. And you see these guys out there. Oh, I went 6-0. I get, I get emails. Anytime anybody that caps games anywhere, even if they do it in their basement, 
Um, anytime they go six and zero or five and zero, I get an email from them, you know, and uh, telling them how they're going to save us. But um, you know, to be able to do it over the long haul, I think that you know, it, it it's 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 easier said than done. And I think you know that's why when we have our become a capper contest, which we will have next month, um, you'll see you know a lot of a lot of you will find out. Um, you know, what it's like to go every single day when you can't take a pass, you know, and to, you know, to stick your neck out there and, you know, to have that, um, that Thursday night football game that you really didn't care about, you know, Charlotte versus, you know, UTSA or something count just as much as your game of the year in the standings, you know, and that's just the way that it works. But anyways, Brian doing it over the long haul, of course, doing it here at Pick Dogs, Pick Dogs Premium and Premium and Pick Dogs VIP. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in just a couple minutes. Joe, another another good show. I mean, this was our longest show we've ever done. Uh, of course, we're together a few more times today, halftime, the early games, the afternoon games, and the evening games. And, uh, you know, it looks like a, a full card of NFL football. And, uh, of course, uh, a lot of people complimenting us on the timestamps on the game, and, and Joe does that too. So <laughs> she's kind of doing it all here and uh, really, you know, helping out a ton. Appreciate her. But, uh, Joe, another enjoyable mor- Sunday morning. Yeah, a great way to start. Um, I am going to put an espresso machine right here, though. Um because I need another cup of coffee between this show and the premium. Um, I'm excited for today. I want to wish you guys all the best. And if you are not on our premium or VIP um, membership shows, make sure you join up. It's such a great steal. And again, you can find all of our picks over at pickdogs.com. I've been, uh, I've been, I've, I've been sipping an empty cup of coffee here for the last 45 minutes. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Let's make it a winning day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. we got a super small card tomorrow, so uh, we'll have a day to rest up on this one. Have a great day, and we'll see you guys halftime of the early games. Be sure to join us right here on Pick Dogs.